This episode of Recovery is Possible is brought to you by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. Retreat provides quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. Retreat substance use and mental health treatment centers in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting. So reach out today at retreatbehavioralhealth.com. Or call at 855-802-6600 for more information. everybody, this is Mike Van Meter and welcome to Recovery is Possible and this is New Year, it's going to be a new you and if you're trying to get into recovery, there's hope. You can get well, you can get well if you want to. There's just certain suggestions that you have to follow and I recommend that you do that because what I want to talk about today is what is it that's keeping you from getting well? What is it? What's keeping you from getting well? You know you can, millions of people around the world have gotten well from drug and alcohol addiction and you can as well, but you got to follow certain suggestions. And this is kind of a follow into a theme that I talked about late this last year, and that is the, the willingness and that getting out of your own way and stop with the notion that programs don't work, that uh, all of the programs that are out there are some sort of a cult and that uh, that you have a better way of doing it. You know, really, one of the things that many of the patients that I talk to tell me is that they fantasize about having a life free of drugs and alcohol. It's a fantasy of theirs. That they dream for it. Now, I want you to just let that sink in a little bit. You know, this is a lot of uh, addiction when you're talking about mind and body and working on the mind part of it. Addiction is changing your thinking. Changing your thinking, changing those behaviors, which eventually change the actions that you're involved in. And... I had mentioned before once that I had heard a podcast recently about diet and nutrition. And in the interview, this nutritionist was being asked by the interviewer about diets. And the question was, is it not true that 95% of all diets don't work? And the interviewee's reaction to that was, well, I don't like how you asked the question. Another way of asking that question is that 5% of all diets do work. And his point was that everyone that they were talking about really knew what they should do. They they knew how to to lose weight. They knew what they needed to do for their their nutrition, but only about 5% actually did the things that they knew that they should do. And that really applies to recovery as well. And that is is that uh, the people, the 5% or less that actually get into long-term recovery is defined as uh, over five years, all tend to do the same things. And they work those things, and they make that a priority in their life. And it's because they had that vision for themselves that they wanted to get well, they knew that they could get well, but they also knew that they had to listen to those that had gotten well. And that's really the central message for us, and that is follow the advice of those that got well. Find somebody in your life that has gotten well. Find them. They're out there. I, tr- I trust you, uh, or trust me. They are out there. 
you can get well if you follow certain suggestions. But the problem that we have with patients that come in, the patients that I see is, well, I'm okay. I know what to do. I've tried the things that you're talking about and they don't work. I have my own way of doing things and that's what I'm going to do. And then they go off and relapse again and again and again. Now, after COVID, one of the problems that we had was that people went either a stopped going to meetings because of the government told us that we had to. And then even after uh, 12-step meetings started back up, people learned that they could go to Zoom meetings and they didn't go to meetings in purpose. In fact, I have to tell you that that's sort of an issue that still plagues recovery meetings even to this day. And that is that people do not go to meetings in person, but tend to do Zoom meetings. And I don't understand that. Because part of what we do is we work with other people. Now, number one, people get better by having another human being work with them face-to-face. And also, we are designed to be in a fellowship, to be around other people, to have relationships. Because if you think about your life as a child, that being a child is about being social, about playing, about being around others, learning, exploring, doing all these things. Well, that doesn't change when we're adults. We actually crave that. And in the beginning of our lives, we had that fellowship, we had that community, we had connection. But addiction takes that away from us. Addiction causes us to isolate. Addiction is isolation. It's you getting inside yourself. It's you finding relief in yourself. It's about escaping. And after COVID, what we did was we really just made it socially acceptable to isolate and to be away from other people. And it became easy. It became fashionable. It became expected, actually, to be away from other people. And the problem with that is it is very unnatural for us. But we being addicts kind of like that because in our addiction, that's where we were. That's where our addiction took us. And we want to get away from that. We want to get back and be with other people, okay? And our relationships ultimately were ruined by our addiction, and then later our relationships were ruined by COVID, but we became very comfortable in that space. But what I'm going to ask you today is to get back and ask yourself, what is it that you want in your life? Loneliness is, is terrible. I, you know, I tell you, my wife was just out of town for about four days, she was down seeing her mother. And during those four days, I was just profoundly lonely because my children are adults now. They're off living their own lives. And then my wife went down to visit her mother uh, as, as she gets older. And so for four days, I was by myself. And I was miserable because I've become so accustomed to being around others, particularly around, around her. And they gave me a taste of what that loneliness of addiction was like again. And When I was in that state with my wife not being here, I craved her being back. I craved relationships with other people. I would get on the phone and talk to other people, or I would want to meet them for coffee and to get together. Why? Because that's my natural state. It's your natural state. But we want to get back there. But your recovery starts with the vision. What do you want for your life? I have found that a good way to look at how you want to live your life is to look at your death. And ask yourself, when you die, what do you want people to say about you? When people say things about you, when they come to your funeral, and I'm not trying to be morbid about this, what I'm doing is I'm saying that one way to live your life today is 
to ask yourself, what will it be like when you're not here? What will they say about you at your funeral? Will they say that it was terrible the way that you died? It was such a waste? Because oftentimes, that's really the sadness that happens at a lot of uh, funerals is that um, there, it was a shame that someone went away the way that they did. They had so much potential. They could have been you know, a father. They could have been a great employee. They had futures. They have aspirations. They were artistic. They were so talented in so many different ways. And it was a shame that they threw that away. It was a shame that they threw that away with their addiction. That stripped them of the future and the hope and the glory and the time with family that they could have had. It, was, it stripped them of that. But it doesn't have to be that way. And I know that in my own journey, in my own walk, as I went towards recovery, I decided that that was not what I wanted that I wanted to be remembered for other things. I wanted to be remembered for, for being a father, for being a husband, for being talented in whatever ways that God has, talent, has, has given me talent. And that not only did I have those things, but I utilized those things for the benefits of others. Because ultimately, whatever gifts and talents you have should be shared with others, and it's not going to happen as long as you are in the midst of your addiction. But you don't have to do that. So you start with that vision and then you ask yourself, how am I going to get there? And I know when patients come into our treatment uh, facility, oftentimes they spend a lot of time telling you what they do not want. I don't like AA. I don't like NA. I don't like this program. I don't like that program. And they spend all this time talking about what they don't like. But what they never do is tell you what they do like. You know, I, I, I don't want you to live in the problem. I want you to start living your life in the solution and ask yourself, what is the solution to the problem that I'm facing right now? And are there people out there that can help me get from where I am to where I want to be? And the answer to that is yes. And if you're working with me and you tell me that you don't want to do something in particular, then my question was going to be, that's okay. You don't have to do what I do. Your program doesn't have to look like my program. But I would recommend that you have a program, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you, have a program, have something, some blueprint that you're following. Because what we do know is that what we are doing now in our addiction is not working. We know that. So let's find out what is working and then do that. So if you find yourself asking those questions, with whoever you're working with, or rather making statements, because that's really what it is. You're telling somebody what doesn't work, then then ask yourself, but what is it that will work? And work on that. But it begins by starting somewhere. You know what? Go to meetings. Go to programs. See a therapist. Try these things. And if it doesn't work, then change. Go to a new therapist. Go to a new meeting. Try a different program. But keep trying. But I can tell you this, our history, all of our histories, if you're listening to this program and you're suffering from addiction, what you do know beyond a shadow of a doubt is that what you are doing right now is not working. So let's, let's find that solution. So you can get back and you can fulfill that dream that you have, and I know that all of you have. Uh, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you did not want to get well. You would not have gone to detox or treatment. You would not be seeing a therapist if you did not want to get well. But it is only with addiction where we go to professionals 
and hire these professionals and pay them money, sometimes a lot of money, only then to not follow any of the advice that that particular professional gives us. And that's what we want to stop doing. And so today, that was my central message, is have that dream. Ask yourself, what is it that you want? What do you want to be remembered for? Are you doing the things that will make others remember you in ways that you want to be remembered? Are you working with others? And if something is not working for you, are you striving to find what is working for you? Ask yourself those questions. And if you do, then you're going to have success. So with that, my friends, please get out there, work on yourself this year. It's a new year. It's a new beginning. And you get well if I, you can do this if you want to do it. And please, please, please keep trying. If you're somebody that keeps relapsing, then keep trying. It's not, it's not failure to relapse. It's failure to not come back and try this again. And so please pass this podcast far and wide to all of your friends, neighbors, family members, whoever that needs help, right? Because we all need help in some way. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon. And again, this is just a quick podcast here. Just wanted to get a message out for all of you to give you hope because recovery is possible. And again, this is Mike Van Meter, and I will talk to you all soon. Take care. This episode of Recovery is Possible is brought to you by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. Retreat provides quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. Retreat Substance Use and Mental Health Treatment Centers in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting. So reach out today at RetreatBehavioralHealth.com or call at 855-802-6600 for more information.